Welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. I am your host, Jana Johnson. And this podcast is where you will learn how to become your wellness advocate, how to overcome adversity, and how to heal and balance your body so you can be the best version of you. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to my show. Hi, welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. Thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen. So today I want to talk about binge eating. And most of you probably don't know, but binge eating is the number one eating disorder in the United States. And I was actually shocked when I heard that. In fact, I didn't even know for the longest time that binge eating was um, an eating disorder. Um, In fact, I was actually in nutrition school when I learned that. It's a common eating disorder amongst men and women, but especially women in their mid-30s. Binge eating typically is something that people do. It's episodes of compulsive eating and overeating and then having to deal with feelings of guilt, right? And people that binge eating, they usually obsess about their eating behaviors, their body shape, their body weight. They'll go and they'll overeat so much food. They typically do it in hiding and in private when nobody else is watching or paying attention or home. And then they shame themselves for normally two or three days of punishment. And as I've said before, I don't talk about things that I also have not personally experienced. And so I'm 41 now, but when I was in my mid thirties, I actually uh, suffered from binge eating. That was my third eating disorder. I went through two different eating disorders I suffered from when I was young. And then again, when I was in my early twenties. And so I thought that I had, you know, kind of gotten over all that. And I had not. In fact, I think one of the hardest eating disorders I have suffered from was binge eating because I didn't feel like it was an eating disorder, right? I would just eat really, really strict and clean and healthy. And then I would just tell myself I was going to go have a little bit of peanut butter, a little bit of chips, basically a little bit of the things that I did not allow myself to eat. I'm just going to go have a bite or two and it's not going to hurt anything. And then I would find myself locked in the pantry and I couldn't stop eating the peanut butter. And then I was dipping the pretzels in the peanut butter and then I was eating chips after that. And then it was like, well, I'm already doing this today. So I might as well just go ahead and continue to overeat all of these things. And I'm not saying that just because you have a day of overeating um, and treating yourself that you have a binge eating disorder. That's not at all what this is. This is eating to the point to where you make yourself absolutely sick to your stomach. I called it awakening my inner hunger beast because I would eat whipped cream, heat up chicken nuggets, stuff my face full of peanut butter. I would do this to the point to where I literally would make myself absolutely nauseous and sick to my stomach. And then I would almost not eat for two or three days. I would eat a little bit, but not very much. And right after I would do, you know, the binge eating, the next day I was back on the scale weighing myself and punishing myself for the two or three pounds. I got to where um, I just, I couldn't deal with how I felt anymore about it. You know, it just started to really affect me in other ways. And so what I did is I started to ask myself when I felt, you know, these behaviors coming on is I would ask myself, why I was doing it. And what I come to figure out, and then I've obviously since learned now that I'm a nutritionist, is that binge eating along with all the other eating disorders, it's from an emotional scar and emotional pain that you're not dealing with. Something that you feel constantly, but you're not dealing with. 
right? It came from the need of not feeling like I was good enough, wanting to achieve perfectionism that I was never going to achieve because that's not possible. And, and then, you know, the feeling of shame accompanying it afterwards. And, you know, I had three little kids and this was no way for me to live at all. In fact, my youngest was just born and he wasn't even quite a year old when this began. And, you know, I would absolutely, no, not one person had a clue that this was going on. And that's the thing is that most people that do binge eating, it's very well hidden and nobody knows it's close to you. Um, my mom, who's my full-time nanny, had no idea. And neither did my ex-husband, he had no idea what was going on. And so if you find that you're doing this type of eating, even once a week, when the episodes are like this, this intense, like I just talked about. So episodes of binge eating are characterized by a lack of control over the intake of an unusually large amount of food and typically different varieties of food in a short period of time to the point of being painfully, uncomfortably full. Okay, binge eating, it's actually a mental health problem. And it's also a type of physical abuse that we can do to ourselves. And that's because negative thoughts and habits tend to trigger a binge eating episode. That's why it's referred to as an emotional eating disorder. And so it's really, really important to know that. It's not something that's typically easy to control. It's really, really hard to actually overcome it. And the fact that I worked from home and obviously I still do, but right, I worked from home then doing something totally different and it made it really, really easy for me to do because I'd be home alone oftentimes. And so it was easy for me to do this, but I just got tired of going through these episodes and being so disappointed with my loss of control and for sabotaging my body and my health that I just couldn't live like that anymore. It became such a vicious cycle. And I realized that all the food in the world wasn't going to take away my stress in the things that I wasn't dealing with. And so I had to really take a step aside and ask myself, why am I doing this? What is triggering it? So stress was definitely a big trigger the stress of not feeling good enough. It was also triggered by boredom. I was home a lot at the time and I had you know, three kids and I didn't have a whole lot of outlets and so I would get bored very easily and this was one of the ways I dealt with it. I really had to talk myself out of these episodes and I had to teach myself tools and figure out the root cause, right? So if you have a family history of dieting, and you have any undealt with issues, anxiety, depression, just things that you're not dealing with, there's a really high chance that you also could be binge eating and maybe you not, are not realizing it until you're you know, hearing me talk about it or that you might possibly have to deal with this. And like I said, it typically hits most people that have this eating disorder in their mid to late 30s and people never would have thought I was a binge eater. Uh, I was not overweight, in fact, I actually was a normal weight, um, but that is because I would give myself consequences for binge eating, which was not hardly eating for two or three days. And it's not easy to overcome, but you can do it and it takes time. And, you know, for me, the tools that I had to use that I would want to share with today um, was, you know, drinking plenty of water. I really started to drink a lot of sparkling water. It helped keep me full. 
I didn't have a whole lot of room for other things. I would go brush my teeth or chew mint gum, anything to just get different flavor in my mouth that was fresh that I didn't want to take the freshness away from. And the mint would help as well. Getting outside and in nature, sometimes just stretching, meditating, going out and just taking a breather, getting outside, exercise if I needed to or had or or just had the time and then writing down I would say that the writing down like I would just do little bitty short snippets of journaling in these moments and that would really help bring me out of it a lot I would write down things like okay I'm feeling the urge to go binge eat right now and I know that it's gonna be really hard to not feed this hunger beast but I'm thinking about how I know I'm gonna feel afterwards and the consequences and the pain and I don't want to feel that and I would decide that it was best for me to not feel that pain that the brief amount of enjoyment I might get from eating all of those things that I knew I did not need and want and so I would just walk away I would distract myself any way I could and I would walk away for at least 10 minutes and it would really really help these cravings to go away those are my top tips and they really really helped me and they've helped lots of other people as well honestly the biggest thing of all was recognizing that i had a problem once i started to study nutrition and and go to nutrition school and really was able to dive deep into eating disorders that's when i really realized how many people are affected by this and also the tools that i had to self-teach myself were indeed really great tools that actually work and you know there was a lot of shame in admitting You know, I remember the first time I told my mom, she had no idea and no one did. So please don't shame yourself. Please take the tools I've given you today. I also have written an article over this on binge eating that you can find on my website, revivedbyjana.com. And I have all of my tips listed there. So please don't shame yourself. And, you know, I learned that if me eating so strict was going to cause me to just want to overeat all the things I was depriving myself of, that every once in a while, it was okay if I had a little bit of that. And there was no shame in that whatsoever. And so I was able to overcome that and stop binge eating. And, you know, that's what led me to writing the article and talking about this today is that I feel that a lot of women, we have so much on our shoulders and even men, and there's a lot of pressure out there to just look and be a certain way. And what it does is I think sometimes it just makes us hold so much inside and that's got to come out some way. And if it doesn't come out in a healthy way, it's going to come out in things like an eating disorder. And so I think that's really important to really try to work with our stresses. And I try to journal every day and get outside and get in nature and things like that. And so I hope that this episode has helped you today and Uh, you know, brought to light just some of the things that we have to deal with that are not so fun that we shame ourselves for because there's absolutely no shame in it. And that's why I wanted to come on here and talk about this today because I'm a nutritionist and I'm absolutely not perfect by any means. And I have overcome a few different types of eating disorders and there should always be one person if you're suffering from one that you can go and talk to and confide to that can help you. And so if you are suffering from an eating disorder, please get the help that you need and do not be ashamed of it. And thank you all for tuning in and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show and make sure and go to revivebyjana.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter. 
You can follow me on Instagram at Revive by Jana to see my health tips and advice.